LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. deep dark depths in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids. There were two nerds sitting in a room sweating profusely talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini-games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives! What now? And fight to the death for our very lives! Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a, like a real... Like a very real... That was actually, that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash. Let's go play Smash. Smash. <laughs> everyone, Alan here. We're so excited to share this next leg of our journey with you. If you want to keep up with all things Myria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Myria. If you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends, or if you have the time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support. If you want to show us even more support, though, head on over to lasmediagroup.com and sign up for LAS Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, and more. Thank you so much again for sharing the precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado, welcome to Myria. On your way back to the cell, you all see the regular rabble again. Cortex is currently leading Maxwell back to his cell, dragging him by the left arm as Maxwell holds his violin in his right. 
He's obviously enjoying dragging Maxwell along, a crooked smile stretching across his face. Can I get a perception check from everybody? Oh, dear. Right away. First check. 15 seconds in. It's a no from me, Chief. 14. Mm. Seven. 16 plus six. uh, 22. 22. Thank you. You're welcome. Nice. Very good. Yeah. um, Okay, Abaddon. You specifically can see that as Cortex is dragging Maxwell away, Maxwell is constantly pushing on Cortex's side, and you can see his fingers kind of jut in these odd positions the same way that they did when he touched the Warforged, but he's like continuously touching Cortex like he's trying to dissolve him, but nothing is happening, and he looks very confused. Uh, Vintner comes up to Cortex, and uh, Cortex's wry smile kind of fades as he stands at attention. Vintner looks down at Cortex and says, Stop playing a fool, Wardmaster. Take him to Lab 3. We're wasting time here. And Cortex's eyes go kind of wide, and he glances over at all of you hearing this, and he walks by nervously, and he immediately says to Vintner, "Uh, Yes, sir, right away, sir. And he leaves, dragging Maxwell off, kicking and screaming. He's pulling away so hard, you hear a sickening as you see Maxwell's arm come out of his socket. And he lets loose a very weak, no, not there again, please, as he is hauled off down the hallway. Do I know what lab three is? Uh, Yeah, roll me uh, a history check. History. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't know specifically what lab three is. Mm-hmm. However, you do remember one of the labs in this complex was where they put you into your body. Okay. So, have I been sent to lab three before? You have. Uh, I would say that it's more recent memory for you. Um, so I'll give you advantage on the role for history. Have I been sent to lab three? You have three? not been sent to lab three. <laughs> I, know. I know. You have advantage as well. 17. Roll it again. 17. So if you get a high double sure. Okay, 17 is still good. Um, you you know for a fact that there are different labs where they will bring you in and they have these different test chambers where it will nullify and then amplify your powers to try and discern what you can do, right? And it will try and stretch you to the limits of your ability. Um they stopped taking you, specifically Abaddon, to the test chambers a long time ago because you were just like, no, I'm not doing jack shit. And no matter how much they, very large air quotes, persuaded you to try and use your powers, you just refused. So, mm. unless it was to harm mm. them in a way. So, yeah. <clears throat> oh, boy. Abaddon, as you were walking, suddenly you realize that next to you hovers a pristine black leather tome the size of a briefcase. The cover is embossed with the face of a human man resting in a bored expression. Sticking out from between the pages is a striking red feather of a large bird, edges trim and quill gleaming with sharpness. As the book floats, arcane runes emanate from its pages like a shimmering mirage. It's open, and the pages seem to flick back and forth um, in this mystical way. A spectral red hand reaches towards you from it, and the face on the cover starts to move its lips. And it says in an almost defeated voice to you, I don't think I've cataloged that one yet. Hand it over, please. And he motions for the almanac. No. He kind of like 
rolls his eyes and he says, I am the keeper of knowledge here. I'll bring it back once I'm done. I need to utilize it. Please just hand it over. I don't want to have Vintner make it happen. I don't want to hurt you. No. He kind of like (laughs) turns over to Vintner and Vintner just looks down at him and he shakes his head and he and Vintner very distinctly looks at you and he says if he does not return it I will shoot him give him the book no okay he moves over to you and he's gonna try and grapple check you um that is a oh that is a natural one on his (laughs) grapple check he walks over and he tries to uh grab onto your arm but right as he he does uh this like almost very like swift like shift happens as you kind of like glide through the ground and you shift through the dirt and you just like jump out of his way and uh this floating book just says oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and and vintner just says this is not a matter of of when it is a matter of you will give give me the book hold on it does sound like it would be a matter of when. Is that a talking book? And d- this book looks over towards you, and you remember him uh, from the uh, church. Um, specifically, you, uh, Shadow, you do remember this book. Um, you know that his name is Daroga. Okay. Have you always been a book? No, I'm not really a book. This is just a projection of my consciousness. I just need this book, please. Can I read you? No, Why you not? can't. No. Please? No. Please? No. Please? Please? Vintner. <laughs> and Vintner just says, give me the damn book. It's my parents' journals. It couldn't possibly hold anything worthwhile to you. If you don't give it to me now, I will reconsider all of the amounts of good faith that I have offered to you in the past. Maybe you should have oh, done wow. something with it Oh, wow. And that has gotten me so far. Um, okay. And... um. <laughs> He is going to snap his fingers, and you see this door across the way. Uh, this one next to, um, next to like this this pond, a little further away inside this main room. You're currently inside that large open atrium where that pillar of light is, and all of the cells are right. Mm-hmm. And he snaps his fingers, and out of the door, a little further away, eight warforge just. <laughs> start piling out, and they all start advancing towards you. Abby, Abby. Uh, I slam the book down on the the journal on next to the book. If you don't give me this book back when you're done, I will tear your pages out one by one. He just looks, as you try and slam it down on the ground, he catches it in his red spectral hands. He's like, don't damage the materials, please. And he t- grabs it, and he opens it up, and this book is now reading the book. And uh, it's very weird, because it's just a floating spectral book, then holding a book beneath it, which is like, you know, it's a fun time. And then uh, he is going to start walking off and he just says don't worry you'll get it back soon and vintner just turns and he looks at all three of you and he just says back to the cell and he points towards your cell and the door opens can't hang out here more can we now okay (sighs) fine but you're such happy company i grab abby's arm and i start pulling them in okay 
Yeah, as you are walking back, the Warforged are starting to advance more and more, and eventually it's this, like, enclosing wall of large metallic bodies. Um, what do you do, Shadow? I'd uh, wait till they get, like, pretty close, and then I'd look them up and down and just, like, sneer at them. Kind of, like, almost... Not that they're lesser, yeah. but... It's... Yeah. Yeah, you honestly, I would say look at their form and it's it is not as good as yours right but like it's also kind of like this like none of them are showing any emotion Mm -hmm. right it is it's like a lesser in make but also like a mess lesser in like these are really just machines Mm -hmm. um you all make it your way back to the uh the cell and from there what do you do so um what's up with that book it was my parents' journals. They were field academics. That's all their research from my whole life. And theirs. What they study? Home, pretty much. Home? Um, and Abaddon's just gonna kind of gesture to themselves and be like, yeah, the, you know, under. Underdark. I mean, I know a lot of things, but unfortunately, I actually don't know what the underdog is. I mean, un- under like it, it sounds like it's a place that's under something and very dark, but like that could be a lot of things. So, so. it's a beautiful place in the most carnal of ways. It is the most animal and scary and intense wildlife you could imagine. Do you prefer there or here? Well, I find there are more monsters here. So this place is even worse then? I I don't prefer it, no. I only only came topside right before I came to Eden. How did they find you? What happened? I was stupid. I mean, I'm stupid all the time, but like, what'd you do? Flexing the very little power that we all have is a very quick way to get it taken from you. What is your power exactly? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Yes, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> You're like, ooh, I'm not going to tell you. Ooh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to be so smug about it. You already know what I do. Why can't I know what you do? Because I would rather show you. <laughs> but telling is just as cool. Um, Abaddon, rather than answer that question, is going to lean back and, um, you'll notice from like where their bed is, they're going to pull what looks like a handmade little like handpipe. Yeah. And just out of their hand, grow some herbs and start crushing them up yeah. and put them in their pipe. Okay. Fully ignoring hers following questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where, right. uh, Shadow, what are you doing? I'm, so I'm overhearing this and I'm curious, um, with the talk about the Underdark, yeah. how... If I can look at the walls and like the dirt that exists in this space, mm-hmm. specifically what Abaddon's created. Uh, no, specific uh, the stuff that Abaddon hasn't created. Oh, like just, outside in like where the big pillar of light is and stuff like that. Yeah, I was curious. How can I discern how deep we are? Yeah, I mean, when you looked up, the entire cavern was you know completely enclosed, so sure. it was like 
you know, it seemed like the rock was pretty solid. It's not soft rock, right? It's mm-hmm. deep rock. From from your experience, you would know that you're pre- you're pretty deep underground. Okay. Yeah. Are are we like kind of close to the underdark? You would be able to discern that it um, from your experience. I don't need you to make a roll for this. Mm-hmm. I would say you are pretty sure that this is a similar to the underdark type of rock. Okay. Yeah. I'd uh, look to both of them and. Uh, say that I don't know if this was saved from some type of ruin or if they made this themselves but I I do know that we are are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) There was so much grit in my coffee (laughs) it was literally dirt and I was like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> he just spit it back out this guy. I, I tried to go There's with it, but so you were like. There's so much dirt in my mouth now. <laughs> Do you want some water, huh? Ah. Here. I was like, that was a weird sound effect no, for this sucked. scene. Oh, God. It was terrible. Like, hey, Tiger. <laughs> ah. There's so much. Oh, God. Oh. I'm sorry. That was the worst experience of coffee I've ever had in my life. <laughs> McDonald's black coffee, uh, man. No, I like McDonald's black coffee, except for not when it's grit. Like, Ooh. oh, God. <laughs> they said, there do goes you want our McDonald's crunchy sponsor. coffee today? Yeah, they said, <laughs> they were like, drink and a snack. And I'm like, no, thanks. Uh, like, okay, let's, let's, start, um, let's start from the top of that. <laughs> that sucked. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. You're good. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so after surveying the, the dirt and the rocks, um, I'd look to them, uh, them both and say, uh, I don't know if this is built. Eden is built in some sort of ruin or what we have around us, but we are actually kind of close to the underdark. That would make sense. My plants thrive here. Just curious if they've had any run-ins with any of the local wildlife. Where are you sitting, Shadow? Um, Same place that you've been before. Uh, I'd say yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where are you sitting, her? Um. Do we have bunk beds? No. Damn it! We can't <laughs> be bunk buddies. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. The comfort of bunk beds does not extend to this cell. Well, I never said bunk beds were comfy, but... <laughs> yeah, but the joy of knowing that you have bunk beds is not here. Oh, fine. Sucking all the joy out of this place, I see. Um, I'm probably That's kind like, of the point, though. Yeah. Like, it's not supposed to be joyful. It is a prison. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm probably either sitting on a bed, if we have beds. You have cots. I will be either sitting on a cot or sitting on the ground, like, with my legs out in front of me and my arms behind me yeah just like just full sitting spluted. and yeah trying to annoy abaddon okay sounds good i want everybody to make me a perception check okay another one i'm just not hitting not it a today. nat one uh oh uh that is 15 12 7 those are all terrible yeah um abaddon you hear in your mind do not look up do exactly as you are doing. Make no sudden movements. Listen carefully. You must escape with her. You both are in grave danger. Do not trust this machine. He saved Vintner from an explosion. He is not on your side. 
They can see everything you do from it. What is your plan? I have someone on the inside. It is possible for me to link you into their intent. And you hear all of this in your mind. Do I have any, and I think like anything that, is it a two-way sort of thing or is it just? It's been in the past. Okay. From the first time that he showed up. Um, what is your plan? I don't know. Start thinking of one. Who do I look for? They will give you a sign. You will know what it is when it comes. I, I will tell them to make it explicit. Can you get these bands off my arm? That is a part of the plan. Once you have those off, I am sure that you will be able to find a way. Agreed. Once again, do not trust this thing. Without looking up, really, um, or moving, you just kind of, if you were paying attention, you mm -hmm. notice Abaddon kind of side glare, mm -hmm. shadow. Mm -hmm. Behind shadow, standing directly behind him, almost towering over his sitting body, is a tall man with that half helmet and the cloth under his mouth, the sword strapped to his back, just standing directly behind Shadow. <laughs> you all failed your perception checks. Fair. Um, now Abaddon does just like look over there and doesn't, I don't say anything, but I am definitely looking directly at him. He like looks down at you and it's almost like like you hear this mental kind of because you have a mental link with him there's this almost like mental chuckle that happens <laughs> and as he looks down at you he just says be very careful I'll maybe do my best. try and find a way to introduce her to your plans separating her from the metal man the, will in, not be easy in the moment when you say this you hear a knock on the door and it just is a, a th three knocks. And it just says, may I come in? Come in. I have cards. Come, 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 come. And immediately when that happens, I need another perception check. So many. Oh, huh. 19. 21. 24. Everybody this time, as this man is startled by this event the knock he pulls his hand over his body and he tries to whisk it downwards and escape in time however in doing so he kicks the back of shadow's uh shadow's bench that he's sitting on mm -hmm. shadow you immediately turn around and you see this man standing behind you he has dark clothing. He's wearing a tightly fit half helmet that covers the top uh, eyes and the top of his head, belted down under the chin and neck. The helmet is painted black, but the edges of each metal piece are painted gold. There's a black cloth that covers the bottom of their face. The leathers that they wear follow a similar design of black and gold. You also see, strapped to his back, a single long sword and a sheath, specialized drawing from the back. You have seen this once before. Yep, I was just going to ask. And he pulls down in front of him this wisp of gray smoke. You only see it for like a moment or two. Mm -hmm. And then he's gone. Everybody sees this. My eyes flicker over to Shadow, and I just shake my head. 
I hold up a finger to my lips like this. Mm. War opens the door. And this flaming effigy steps forward into the room, immediately closing the door behind them. War, you're back. Yes, I am here to bring cards. You requested them. They actually gave it to me. Yes, they did. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. She holds out this deck of cards, uh, kind of lightly bound in this wooden box, and um, passes them down to you. I grab onto it with both hands, and I open up the top. Is it just cards? It's just cards, yeah. And uh, it's like, they've got these like red, almost like, uh, what's that design? Uh, Paisley design on the mm. back. Yeah. And uh, and that and that's it. Yeah. Mm. I just, for those who can't see it, I took out an actual deck of cards because gotta have something from Valros <laughs> on you at all times. And she looks down and she says, uh, are you interested in playing? Yeah. Um, m- one of my friends actually taught me a game. I think you'll find it funny because the name of it is actually War. <laughs> all right. Well, let's play. Okay. And she takes out the cards and starts attempting to shuffle them. I don't think she's very good at it. Yeah. But she just like eventually gives up and does a pile shuffle. Yeah. And then shuffles everything together. During this pile shuffle, you hear large boots clanking outside. Mm-hmm. And then you hear a very swift boom, 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 knock on the door. And War just turns around very confused. And she just says, who is it? And you hear from the other side, Cortex yell, let me in. And War just stands up, opens the door. And Cortex and Daroga both float in and they just dog eye shadow. And they just say, or Cortex specifically says, where is it? What? You mean her book? Starts looking around. As um, as Daroga, the floating book, floats by you, he just looks down at you and he says, Oracle sees everything. And they all start going around the cell and looking in each corner. And Ooh. they are casting spells across the entirety of the cell. What are we doing? What's happening? I grow a vine as like a tripwire, just a trip cortex. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Roll me a, a stealth check. Hey, oh, that's pretty good. Bad. Seventeen Plus. on the dice. Stealth. Um, nineteen. Nineteen. Nice. You you see Cortex kind of walk over and he's trying to search towards the back of the of the cell. There's like that grate on the back that leads over to the river and he as he's walking back to that, he trips over that and <laughs> slams his face into the grate and you just hear this quick ah and he stands back up and he just says This is a fucking mess. Why do we even let them have this? And he looks down towards all the vines and stuff. And Daroga just says, are you an idiot? That, that's what they do. They just grow that. They're a druid. And Cortex just like scoffs. <laughs> and then he just grabs the vine, rips it up, and throws it out the back grate into the river. I grow another one in the exact same spot immediately. <laughs> he just goes, all right, weed killer time. 
next time I see you. And he leaves the room. Daroga just says, I don't think that's how this works. I don't think that that the plant. Okay. The plant is already dead. <laughs> Daroga just kind of like looks around and he looks back towards you, Shadow. And Daroga just says, can you sit further back towards the edge so that we can see everything, please? Wait, you can see us when we're in here? Every- they can see through your eyes? Unfortunately, like this one here said, Oracle sees all. Blessing and a curse. I would uh, go over to uh, the corner mm-hmm. and I'd sit down. And then I'd just kind of like tilt my head and slightly smirk and just, there. Is that better? That's perfect. Thanks. I appreciate it. No problem. And then I'd, as he like turns to leave, I'd just close my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) He floats away out of the room and wore um, every Romian insight check. Insight 10. Insight 10. Okay. Not bad. 16. I rolled a 3. 16. Okay. Um, Shadow, you definitely notice war is like tapping very quickly with their fingers on the ground as all of these people are walking through the cell, Mm -hmm. right? There is a certain level of uncomfortability that's going on right now within war's psyche. Mm -hmm. Um, Abaddon, this is some serious anxiety that they're going through. And you watch them. And it is not necessarily the things they're saying, but the actions that they're doing. And you remember feeling the same anxiety when people come in to check your room. It's like they are experiencing this secondhand anxiety of something that's been programmed into them from before now. To be explicit, they are experiencing anxiety secondhand because this is something that they've experienced before. Perhaps they were in a cell before and they experienced people coming in to check on them Mm -hmm. and they know what the anxiety feels like. Hmm. War just looks down and says, "Uh, why don't you teach me your game? I'm... I rolled a six, so I'm just, like, completely freaking oblivious. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. You're just focused on pile shuffling your cards. You, like, <laughs> didn't even realize that Daroga and Cortex came in and checked everything. You're just like, oh, yeah, I got this. Gotta get all those numbers even, you know. <laughs> make sure it's all good. Yeah. Um, so she starts uh, divvying out the cards equally so they have the same amount of cards. Yeah. And um, she says, okay, you take your pile, and I take my pile. All right. And then we'll take the top card of the deck, and on the count of three, we'll show it to each other, and whoever has the higher number wins. All right. So. Do you actually want a card? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, are we actually happening. playing this? Oh. We can, yeah. While this is happening, um, I walk yeah. over to War, and I, mm-hmm. I don't look at War, but I stand next to War, and I hold the pipe that I have out, and I go, I don't know if you can, but it will help the nerves. She grabs it, and she says, thank you. And she puts her finger over it, and then the cap of her finger comes off, and this like blazing flame extends from her finger and ignites the pipe, and then she caps it again and puts it up to her lips and takes a, a hit of the pipe. 
Um, I go back to like my cot area while they're playing the game, and I, if I can, I grow kind of a curtain. Of yeah, dead yeah, plants. yeah, yeah. Like, like fully oh, shadow yeah. cannot see me awesome. anymore. Awesome, very cool. Um, she takes a hit of this, and she kind of coughs just a little bit, just, <coughs> and she is going to set it down next to her, and she just goes, <sighs> "Okay." What was that? In the pipe. Ask your friend. I look over at the curtains. I look back. Are you sure? If you want to know. Could I just try it? King. Oh my goodness. Joker. Wait, I forgot to take that out. Shoot. Sorry. You're not supposed to use jokers. It's another joker. (laughs) Did you not shuffle the deck? I thought I did. Uh, Oh, three. So you get this card. Very well. How are you feeling so far? Here. So, Jack. Um, how am I feeling? Queen. Oh, my goodness. Take it. Um, I'm all right. Um, I don't really appreciate being kidnapped a second time. I can't imagine you would, Queen. Oh, my gosh. Stop taking my freaking cards. Oh, how are you so good at this? I am more. Oh! Okay, you know what? I should have seen that one coming. Uh, I'm okay. She coughs again, just... <coughs> and, like, this really weird sucking sound occurs from her mouth. She just, like, moves her hand over her mouth, and she just says, Oh, I don't know where that came from. I mean, somewhere inside you. I guess. Um, I mean, uh, I miss everybody. What? Robin is barely holding Robin it together. Robin is like really having a rough time. <laughs> I promise it's lore relevant. <laughs> Are you in on something that I just don't know about? No, I just I just thought that was random and hilarious. So that's why I was laughing quietly because I was like, no one else would find that. Funny. <laughs> oh. I'm sure there's a listener out there. Oh yeah, yeah. you beautiful listener. <laughs> Did you find that funny? Thanks. I love you. Very listener. good. <laughs> we all love you. Mm-hmm. Um, she yeah she just kind of like says. I'm not, I'm a little self-conscious about that. Sorry. Um, it's fine. Bodies are really weird like that. But good now, queen. Nine. Oh my God, I got one. Um, how am I doing? I really miss all of my friends back home, but I'm glad that they weren't taken here. Oh, three. Six. I am glad that you're able to see them bright side of things. Yeah, um, my friend Val Ross taught me how to play this game, and he was somebody, I guess he is somebody, that uses cards to cast magic. Oh. Eight. Six. Yes! Um, and he was really cool. He taught me how to play this game, and he was there when I was kidnapped. But I don't think they took him. And there was another guy named Orion that I thought was really cool, and I don't think he was taken either, because he would be too mean to them. I don't think that I've met either of them. Here we get really annoying, I think. Is it a good annoying? It can be. Ten. There's another cough and just this very uh, similar <gasps> that comes out of their mouth. And they're very, they like shake their head very confusedly. King. Oh my gosh, you took my ten. Have I ever heard war hack like this before? No, you've never heard it before. It's very odd, actually. It's 
Um, Sound like a backdraft to a fire. Yeah, it almost is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's like it's very odd because it's very much like a breathing in sound effect other than like, you know, her trying to express words. It's very confusing. Do I think it's because I gave her the pipe? I don't think you know, okay. but I would say like it's definitely odd. Are you okay? Do we need to stop? I don't know. I think I'm okay. I'll, I'll be fine. You need to like, cough it up. Can you cough? I think so. <coughs> okay, no, that just made it worse. <laughs> no, I don't. <coughs> I don't know what's happening to me. I'd uh, open my eyes and then walk over to her. Yeah. Um, and then when I get over to her, I'd like kneel down and then close my eyes mm -hmm. again. Um, are you okay? She looks up at you and in a moment, this chin like that she has just kind of like becomes a little bit more robust and her face becomes a little bit less feminine, like all changing about in this magma and you just hear this very faint just where is flicker where is he and they just look up at you again and the face turns back into a female face and she looks very confused i drop the cards do i recognize the that name uh you've never heard that name before okay well actually Roll me a history check. Okay. Have I ever heard that name before? You definitively know. I'm like a week old, so God, I hope not. I'm just rolling. You can roll with advantage Drums. because I, you've okay. had the opportunity to have this a lot, honestly. Would I know? You can roll me. Um, you can roll me with disadvantage. <laughs> that was a four and a two. That's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, rolling. I would say you. You probably know. Not okay. great today, yeah. y'all. Disadvantage. I got a thirteen plus. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Abaddon, they all know. Four. Abaddon just knows Let's everything. Yeah. How much did you get, Abaddon? 14. 14. Um, you remember a long time ago when you first got here, there was another Evian here. Um, you never saw them, but uh, you remember them being named Flicker. And I remember because before I rolled for if I knew who war was and yeah. it was established that I knew that there was another like fire entity that was yeah, like so then yes. thing. So then yes, you would know something about a fire entity. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. And uh, actually, you know what? With that, you'd probably know that that was Flicker. Oh, that giant maelstrom thing that they yeah. had. To, okay. Yeah. Um, and then she just kind of like looks around. She's like, I don't remember... The last couple seconds. Four. Who's Flicker? Her eyes. Or no, she doesn't have any eyes. She just kind of like, like drops her jaw. And she just says, not something you have to worry about. Evidently. Well, how do you know that name? Evidently we do. I look over at Shadow, but your eyes are closed. <laughs> <laughs> I. You hear this like ghastly once again, just like this. <laughs> I, uh, I place my hand near uh, War's shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, is she wearing like clothes that I can like 
put yeah, my hand she's on. She's got like the metal armor okay. on. It's like this encasing. It's almost like a furnace, but like a walking furnace that okay. you can put your hands on. Yeah. I'd uh, lightly place my hand on War's shoulder. Immediately as you place your hands on War's shoulder, she wrenches back. The face turns masculine one more time, and you hear this, Are you Flicker's captor? Where am I? <laughs> and in this moment, like, it is like this terrified, like, sense of, of, of almost like a caged animal looking mm-hmm. at you, like, just kind of crouched on the floor. I'm not here to hurt you. Where is Flicker? I don't know. I was here, I believe, when Flicker was here. Hi, Flicker me. Hi, Flicker. Huh? Me, Flicker. Where is Flicker? We are in a place called Eden. In the moment you say Eden, you just see this lashing of the face as it turns to the side, and the flames that come out the top of the armor just flare up and... You just see this, no, no, no. It, it's going to be okay. Where is Flicker? You're in a, an area with the three of us. It's Can Flicker leave? Help Flicker go. Are you okay? Uh, in this, this moment when you say, are you okay? The feminine face returns and War just says, I don't know where I am. Uh, oh dear. Is everything okay? I walk over and I hold out my hands to grab both of her hands. You offer your hands out? Yeah. Okay, she touches your hand, and right as she does so, it grasps very tightly, and it is mm. immediately like a vice on your arms, and it just says, Flicker keep, flicker need tool. And it grabs you and pulls you closer, and it says, Trade for freedom. And it holds you. I'm like, Shocked. I'm just like, I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. I'd reach out and grab Flicker or War's uh, like forearm mm-hmm. and like look at them and just say, if you're going to use anything as a tool, it's not her. It it's looks, me. It looks up at you and it just says, Flicker, remember you? Flicker, remember you? From what? You are demon man. How do you know who I am? I saw you when you brought me in. What's he talking about? I... Demon man. What? Let her go. I start wrenching my arm away. You roll me a strength check. Oh, my negative one strength. (laughs) (laughs) It's a two! Oh, God. (laughs) It just, it continuously holds on to you. Are your eyes open? I open, yeah. Okay, your eyes are open. You're watching this whole event unfold. Uh, Abaddon, are you still just behind the curtain? Uh, I'm sitting on the edge of my cot, just in awe watching. I don't want to be anywhere near what is happening. Yeah, it, I is am the, safe are, is where the curtain, I am. Is the curtain back so you can watch, though? I'm kind of holding it with one hand yeah. so I can see, so if I drop it, yeah. I disappear again. Um, but upon seeing them grab her like that, yeah. I kind of approach kind of like I'm approaching a wounded or like feral animal. Yeah. Like very hands out. Yeah. Um, Maybe hoping that since Flicker and I have been in this place together, they would maybe recognize me as a non-hostile. Okay. Um, Roll me a persuasion check. No. My dice are doing so good. Oh, no. (laughs) 
Persuasion, eight. Oh, bad. Uh, <laughs> you you come over to touch Flicker and her and just try and like separate. And Flicker just looks up at all of you and, sa- and says, Are you Flicker's captors? No, we're, we're trapped in here with you, please. This really hurts, please. You are Flicker. And it just grips your arm tighter. Ah, please. It hurts a lot. And please. Flicker is just standing here in absolute terror looking around. And you hear boots run up from the outside and the door flies open and Cortex is standing there. You see this collar on the end of a stick that is then jammed down onto Ward's neck. And he just starts pulling backwards. And Ward just says, uh, what's going on? Did I, oh no. And she's just being dragged back out of the cell. I just like sort of like jog after her. I'm just like, whoa, wait, no, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. I don't understand. <laughs> and just gets yanked backwards oh. out of the cell. I'd, what's that? I'd pursue yeah. and I'd go up to the door. Is there like a hole in the, the door? No, the door, like he just out? threw the door just, open. He's oh, just okay. yanking her backwards right now. Okay. Daroga is standing behind him and the book is like turning back and forth like a, sh- a head shaking now. I'd just be furious. Um, I'd uh, come out into the hallway. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'd put my hand, like my right hand, and I'd press the uh, Daroga, the book, up against the wall. Yeah. And just like, is this what you're going to do to her? You you hear as you oh. do this, uh, you hear the, uh, war being dragged away, and it l- looks at you. And you just hear emanating out of the mouth of war, just, Save Flicker, please. Save Flicker. And it's just, like, transferring back between war and Flicker. And it just looks up and it just says, the book does, Daroga Mm -hmm. just says, You can't kill me here. You can't hurt me here. I don't care about you. I asked a question. Is that what's going to happen to her? What have you done to that one? Why don't you ask Vintner? I'm only here because this is my job. (sighs) And I take the book and I just like scatter it to the side, like press it and then just scatter it to the side. You just hear this scraping as the back is marred by the stone and you see it like, just like... Um, tumble across the grass and stone on the ground as it hits and you see some of the pages bend and uh, come all out of place and it slowly floats up and it just says soon you'll see soon and he says will you please re-enter the cell am I here to just watch them for you you are here to do what Vintner tells you. And he hasn't told me anything. Nobody tells me anything. With how you acted in Ebonvale, I'm not surprised. Huh. <laughs> and I'd look to them dragging war. War is just flailing on the ground. She just says, no. 
oh, I can stand up. Don't worry. And you just see Cortex just continuously dragging, and he just says, no, I don't trust you yet. And he just keeps yanking her across the ground, and she's just skidding, trying to get free and stand up from this collar on her neck. Hmm. So we all just follow orders then. Daroga's face almost drops and he kind of rolls his eyes and he just says, Shadow, you're in the military. That's exactly what you do. Get in the cell. Rethinking that a lot lately. And then I'd turn around and I'd slam the door behind. At the end of all this, after you slam the door, after you all kind of sit there for a moment, you hear about 10 minutes later, Cortex dragging something back to a cell. You hear him say, move boy, as he is obviously struggling with a heavy and uncooperative load. You hear the door to a cell open and a thunk as something is thrown inside and the clanging of a wooden violin as it hits the floor. A few minutes later, you hear the soft echo of a somber violin, this time harmonized by the soft sobs of Maxwell as he slowly loses his ability to play and, exhausted, he falls asleep. The cards are scattered on the floor. You're all just taking this in for a moment. What do you do? Pick up the cards. Play 42 card pickup. I mean, it's, I believe it's 52. Are you going to leave 10 on the ground? 52 yeah. card pickup. I'm sorry. I'm not the card person anymore. I would uh, go back to where I was sitting mm-hmm. um, in the corner and I'd close my eyes and begin to think about how I can not be connected to Oracle anymore. All right. I don't know if there's any way that I can disconnect myself from that or yeah. if it's literally just I have to remove my eyes. You start thinking. And um, I would say it's one of those things where it's it's difficult because you are in in almost a way, it's not something that you really worry about too much, right? You, you're not concerned with the engineering of this thing. You just know how to pilot it, right? And yep. so... It's never really been something you've thought about before. So you start thinking about it. Um, yeah. Okay. Her, do you do anything? Playing 52 card pickup. Um, and I'll pick them all up and I'll shuffle, I guess, shuffle, haha, over to um, <laughs> <laughs> Shadow and I'll put the stuff back in the box and I'll sit down next to him and I'll just say, Did I okay, right? What? They're not in here, right? Who? Orion and Valros. They didn't take them? God. No. They didn't take them in that sense. I can't have what happened to war happen to them because that would break my heart. You've... You've never... You've lost 
people dear to you, haven't you? Um. No. Except my bird. Yeah. But I can just bring that back whenever I want. Yeah. Have you? Oh, yes. I don't see what that has to do with Valros and Orion. Other than the fact that they're not here. They're unfortunately not like your bird. What do you mean? Of course they're not. They're not magic. Her, they're not... They're not, they're not coming back. I mean, I hope not. Why would they want to come here? They're not coming or going anywhere. They died. It's not a very funny joke. And I'm not a bard. I'm sorry? What? You have nothing to apologize for. No, I mean, what, 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 why, 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 why would they be dead? Why? When we were in the church, and you were taken, shortly after, Val and Orion they tried as best they could. They tried. Tried what? Tried doing anything to rescue you, to rescue me, to rescue any of us, and they couldn't. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't save them, and I punched the wall, mm-hmm. like, hard. The dent, the, the grate that is right next to you just... <laughs> as it bends outwards. They're not... They're not... Who... them people here they're not coming back Shadow. they're not coming back the I don't know here killed my own what they didn't do anything wrong they were just trying to help us yeah they've they killed them mm-hmm. why they could have let them live they could have knocked them out They could have done a lot of things. I know. And I'm sorry. I don't understand. They didn't have to kill them. I'd, uh, (laughs) reach out and, like, try to (laughs) hold her. You... You grab her in your arms. And you cradle her there as you both sit in the corner. And eventually, her falls asleep in your arms after sobbing herself to sleep. It's a sad end to a day. But it's the end of the day.
I need some tissues. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna give both of you a hug because yeah. you guys just cried a Aww. lot. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I was like, I was like, this is a cute backstory moment, and then I see one tear, and I was like, yeah. oh, this it's is like, gonna. Oh no. <laughs> the LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. L-A-S.